Welcome to the Project Future podcast for people looking to launch and build their own amazing business. With me, Rob Kerr. A few years ago, I asked myself, how can people considering starting a business be confident they are making the right decision? And how can they improve their chances of success? The answer has become my book titled Project Future, Six Steps to Success as Your Own Boss. A Facebook group called the Project Future Club, where we support each other to launch and build our own amazing businesses. And this podcast, where every Tuesday, a business owner shares their story, including great tips about what to do and what not to do when launching or growing a business to empower you to make better decisions on your own journey. You'll find the show notes and transcripts at robkerr.co.uk. So in these uncertain times, if starting a business could be the right option for you and your family, read the book, join the Facebook group and enjoy the show. Now let's move on to this week's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Project Future podcast. My guests today are Tracy and Ian Earl, founders of In Business, a networking group with a difference. Tracy started her own bespoke cake making business over 25 years ago and soon realised there's so much more to running a business than being good at what you do. Ian decided to take the plunge into self-employment after being made redundant over a decade ago and has never looked back. Three years ago, Tracy and Ian founded In Business out of a desire to help and support business owners starting on their own business journey, putting the lessons they've learned to practical use, but inviting relevant guest educators to share their knowledge and expertise with the members at a weekly networking event. They've recently started their own podcast called In Business Talks 2, where they talk to business people who work together as a duo. Ian's also the author of a book called How to Improve Your Networking Skills, 52 Tips to Help You No Matter What Stage You're At in Your Networking Journey. In this conversation, Tracy and Ian explain why they decided to start a business together, what their community focuses on, how they pivoted to working online and the opportunities it's opened up, the secret to successful networking, and finally, what to consider before joining a networking group. Tracy's best advice is to build a network, Ian's to do your research. Let's have a listen. Tracy and Ian, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us, Rob. Yeah, thank you. Nice to see you again. Good to be here, Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Now, delighted to have you on, and it's been fascinating learning more about what you do over the last couple of months in terms of how you help small businesses and have created the communities you have up in Yorkshire. So I'd love to know a bit more about you both in terms of how you started and indeed how you decided or when you decided to start helping small businesses. Well, I'll start because my story goes back way, way back. <laughs> I won't give you all the gory details, but um, my business previous to what we do now is it was making bespoke cakes so wedding cakes birthday cakes anything like that and that was kind of something I did to fit in around the children I had a daughter who was born with a severe disability and my time was often taken up doing physiotherapy with her and visiting the hospitals and things like that so it was a case of I couldn't get a job so that business was kind of born out of well I've got a bit of spare time when kids are asleep or at school or whatever and that business developed and eventually I got my own premises and ran that business for well, more than 25 years. Well, wow. So that's where I started. Yeah, for me, I'm older than Tracy, so I go even further back. Um, I, started <laughs> my life, um, I started my life in, in printing, actually, a long time ago now. And I started off as a compositor. You don't hear about those anymore, old, mm. old school. 
Uh, and that was um, what I'd been in print for about 34, 35 years, I think, when I'd been made redundant and I, I decided I didn't want to do print anymore. I tried it for a while from a self-employed basis as a, as a print broker. And it was at 2008 when it was a complete struggle to try and get people to sign up for print because at that time everything crashed. Nobody was buying print. Everyone was saying, well, we're going online now. We're not using print so much now. It's funny how things have turned around actually now. I think print's coming back into the fore. And that's what happened. I did print broker for a couple of years. And then I got involved with a couple of guys at a networking group who said, have you fancy trying something else? So I said, yes. So then I got myself into energy broken and telecoms, would you believe? So a complete change of plan there. And then I'm still involved in the telecom side of things to a degree. And we started up ours, was it about three and a half, four years ago? We decided to, uh, I'd always been heavily involved in networking, love networking, love meeting people. And I think we, it's about three, well, three and a half sold, years ago. I sold my business three and a half years ago because it was taking over our lives. Um, we hadn't been together long at that point, had we? No. And weekends, evenings were consumed by wedding cake deliveries, emails coming in, and it was literally, let alone making the cakes, it was it was our, it was was my whole life, and we wanted time for ourselves. So I sold that business, and we decided to create something that we would fit in again with our lifestyle mm. that we wanted now. Where we could work together. And where we could work well. together, because yeah. yeah. we've, we've got a few years to catch up on where we haven't been together. <laughs> and you wouldn't believe the pressure of delivering wedding cakes to an event. <laughs> The fear that they're going to fall over in your car and things yeah. like that as you, yeah. as you go around the corner. I got more grey hairs every, every every delivery. I'd yeah. like three more grey hairs each day. There's tight deadlines and you can't get it wrong. Can't get it wrong on the wedding Absolutely. Cakes. No. Absolutely. Yeah. There was, uh, yeah, if it's your birthday today, it's your birthday today and you need the cake today. Um, yeah. So it was. It was proper proper deadlines. Yeah. And, it's, and it took up all the weekends as well, wasn't it, really? Because we yeah. delivered in Saturdays and Sundays and things. Which yeah. Was a bit the networking kind of came out of that because, you again, you like you say, you like networking. But I also want to help small businesses who are starting up to get there quicker than I did. It took me a long time over the years to develop marketing skills, developing not really a sales strategy, but just ways of selling my products rather than just through the shop window that, you know, there was the social media and all this, the sort of stuff I had yeah. to learn to sell my products and mm, absolutely and that was my next question really so, so when you decided that you wanted to do something together how quickly did you come to make that decision that you wanted to do something around networking and helping small businesses i began doing a, a group with another another lady um about what 12 months before we we got together really on it and yeah we'd started the thing going and then she dropped out because she she'd got um, she basically got a better, got a better offer. offer really she got a, <laughs> which got, I can got understand got a good job and everything. I really didn't want to be involved in it so which is fine but it was difficult to do it as a on my own whilst doing the telecom stuff as well so yeah. it, it sort of got parked if you like and then when we got to what we were thinking about doing with you because I, I like I wanted the networking to be a bit different than most of the networking I'd ever been to which is more referral based we said well why don't we do something that's going to be educational as well as um, networking it's building relationships yeah. i think it's yeah. far better than just passing referrals that's my opinion yeah and a bit more supportive yeah. and a bit more of a community feel yeah so that we were almost holding people's hands in the startup of their journey really yeah. yeah and that's that's how it became and we sort of started from there didn't we sort Ooh. of developed it obviously it was face to face originally before we liked to go online it was face to face and we were building up a nice a nice community, weren't we? People were joining, people were liking, we get some good feedback. We had you know, various workshops on different topics like 
marketing and sales and social media, social media and all sorts of things that we thought people might be interested in learning about if you were starting a business and new to everything. Yeah, that's great. And so it's a passion of mine, as you know, it's, it's, it's something that is, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm really passionate about as well. And I'm, I've been grateful enough to speak at, at one of your events. And what I really found there was, was how warm the community was. You know, there was a real sense of people caring for each other and having built those relationships. I dare say, you know, if that was your your aim at the start, you've absolutely achieved that because there was a there was a real warmth in the room even over zoom as of course yeah. we are now <laughs> yeah so so it's great to hear that that was something that you you had in mind early on and mm. indeed have gone on and have been able to achieve so fantastic stuff so in terms of the business itself clearly you, you help small business owners and new business owners um, at the start of their journey so workshops how do you deliver those elements of the business and indeed, you know, what stories have you had over the years that have either helped you to work out what the problems were that your audience needed, or indeed other elements that have come in and thought, okay, we need to take this in a, in a slightly different direction because what we're doing isn't working. I think what happened as, as the, the meetings progressed, a good story. We had several members who, uh, can I say names? I'll bet. I'll say Fliss. Sorry, Fliss. Fliss, you started off, she came, to our, she came to one of our meetings and really nice, lovely, and just wanted to be a graphic designer. She just in the graphics yeah, side of things. Like really. a freelance graphic designer. Yeah, like design. a freelance graphic designer. And she she was, sort of, I wouldn't say timid, but she wasn't particularly outgoing or, or anything like that, was she? She was, she was, you know, she was nice. And over the 12, 18 months that she was with us, I think it's fair to say she changed from, just wanting to be this little graphic designer. Yeah, to be something more than. She's now a brand consultancy, isn't she? She's yeah. she's she's flown the nest actually. She's 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 moved on if you like. And we we're a bit like that. We're a bit like um well, I don't know what the word is really. It's like uh, <laughs> we nurture and grow ideally people who come along and and I think she's gained so many valuable connections and she's collaborated with people and all this happened because she came to one of our events. And I think we sort of like, metaphorically speaking, put our arm around her and, and helped her along the way. I'm always, she's very good at what she does, obviously. I'm not taking mm-hmm. it that way. But I think a direction changed from being with us because of the people she met within the group and how it mm-hmm. how it happened, I think. Yeah, and she yeah. now wants to, well, she does have a team with her and yeah. and she's expanded and her confidence has just soared. It's, yeah. It was lovely to see her sort yeah. of develop, not just her business, but her self as a person wasn't it yeah yeah it was and it's, it's good isn't it that i and think he's so confident in what yeah, she does it really is good it's mm. nice to see it's a good feeling it's nice to see yeah. it's nice to see how people can change and develop and grow which is which is what we want i think our environment helps provide that to a degree doesn't it yeah did that answer the question i'm not I'm sure, not sure. <laughs> it, does. <laughs> it does absolutely and and i think the you know, there's there's so much good stuff there. It, it takes me back to kind of the starting point of, of where people are. I remember, you know, even myself, before I first spoke publicly, you know, you just don't know how to do it. You you, yeah. you you don't have that clarity on what to say, how to say it, what will engage an audience, all of that kind of thing. And, it, you know, by doing small steps, it, it gets better. And one of those steps is asking for help, I think, a lot of the time. And mm-hmm. so for, for people to even come and join your community or a similar community like that, that's the first step for anyone listening to say, okay, whatever whatever the outcome may be that you're looking for, whether it is to 
build relationships uh, to, to to find collaborators or to develop in in a way where you discover something about yourself or your business that you don't know already and to be around people where you're in that kind of safe environment i think and say asking for help it's often overlooked but you you can't find the solutions if you don't first reach out and and say i've got this problem you know mm-hmm. and and i think you know the way that you've you've done that and you've kind of created that that kind of safe warm environment for people to to be able to come out and say look you know i can't do this or i'm not very confident at doing this uh, yeah, I think it's a great thing. I'm, I'm sure you have people that stay and will stay forever, but at the same time, people kind of achieve what they need to, and yeah. are very happy with that, and then then kind of move on. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's great and, stuff. And we've seen some great collaborations. We've we've had HR people teaming up with um, business, business strategists to put on events and stuff. And it, there's been some really nice collaborations. People who you wouldn't imagine come together have come together. And done something together and produced something that's you know been worthwhile and effective. So that that's that's nice as well. It's it's really is rewarding seeing as seeing all that, isn't it? Yeah, it gives it you a sense of it's like a warm, glowy feeling inside. I yeah. think it's good. It's good that we've helped facilitate that. Well, I wouldn't say we've done anything, but we've helped facilitate that for people. We've we've had but, lots of successes. Lots of people who've they've changed, haven't they, by being in the group? I think it's yeah, helped. Yeah, yeah it's helped. Helped. Yeah. moving forward yeah which is which is nice which is nice yeah well you've built the platform that's enabled that to take place right. you deserve credit for that yeah, no, <laughs> so that's brilliant yeah. so yeah. so how's things changed over the last 12 15 months with covid you said before you know your uh, your meetings were in person clearly we all had to go online mm. uh, so how did that change the dynamic of the group and indeed what you offer we had three venues so some weeks we would have two meetings um, at a couple of different venues and then on the second week we just have one meeting at another venue so the aim was to sort of get people from different areas around those three nucleus I suppose you could say but it didn't tend to work like that people used to just go around to all three yeah um, which was which was quite nice but we did and we did sort of bring in a few people from outside but um the online stuff happened overnight really obviously it was before Boris made his announcement on the Monday, the Tuesday before, uh, the lady who was one of our speakers said, oh, she says, I don't feel very well. She says, I think I might have this COVID thing. Um, so it says, oh, God, you better not go. Uh. Um, and somebody suggested, well, why don't we do it on Zoom? And, and that was how we started the week before. Um, and we just carried on ever since because it has just worked so well. And it's opened up our membership we've got members now down in Guildford up in Scotland over in Hull which Hull's not a million miles away but you wouldn't want to travel every every week to a meeting so we've adapted the meetings and made them a little bit shorter because we know that people don't necessarily have the concentration span yeah. that they do yeah, as attention spans are different I think when you're staring at a zoom screen for two hours as opposed to mm. meeting people face to face the dynamics yeah. are different aren't these there's, there's yeah. an element of fatigue there I think sometimes yeah. it's a lot so of concentration involved we're trying to do it short and snappy and you know hopefully that people get value from that it has worked well I mean it's opened up other opportunities that we didn't think of as well it's Funny, funny thing is, six months before Zoom and the COVID and everything else, we'd actually muted, haven't we? We'd said, oh, do you think it'd be an idea to do uh, online networking? And then almost immediately says, nah, nobody will bother. <laughs> no one will bother turning up. Nobody will come. And I don't think at that point they would. It's as though everyone's being forced down the, if you like, the Zoom route. 
Whereas now yeah. it's commonplace. It's it's mm. natural now. We're, we could have been ahead there six, yeah, we could we could have been six months ahead. Of the game. We're ahead of the game, but we failed miserably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, we've pivoted, I think, is, is the right word. And I like the meetings now. People enjoy the meetings. And like it's opened up the, our audience. And we've yeah. we've developed other things on the back of that, haven't we, as well? Things like um, the Go Get a Squad that we do, the accountability group that we run. Mm. Um, we've got some other things in there that people enjoy haven't we? we've got the power of three where you get to speak to three um, experts as part of your membership and things which we didn't have before yeah. um, because it's freed people up hasn't it? it's given them time i think it's given them more time yeah. zoom has freed people's time up in a way in that they're not traveling an hour to get somewhere stuck in traffic you can be on the call in your in your back bedroom wherever that might be and then in an hour and a half you're done and you can move on to the next thing i think that's what we've noticed isn't it people a lot of people are enjoying the zoom because of the time saving the less travel and all that sort of mm-hmm. thing so yeah. although we've pivoted we've not gone backwards we've actually we've actually increased the membership and i think we've mm-hmm. increased the membership because of how we do it now yeah so, so we're going to keep yeah, it going are. forward keeping yeah. it going forward we're going to yeah. keep that but we are going to reintroduce the face to face um, but nowhere near as, as often as we did because just purely for the time factor, really, mm. for people. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's great to hear. And, you know, I love how you've you've looked at that in so many ways in terms of the, the type of communication, you know, how the that shorter attention span is, is so key. You know, when so mm. many of us, as, as we are now recording this, you know, kind of over a, over a laptop, so many people are on that laptop all day and mm-hmm. then you know as it used to be to kind of go and and meet people and be away from the office if you like you're almost in the office all the time a lot of yeah. a lot of it now but so I, I love how you've adapted the structure of the meetings increased the membership clearly because there there is that kind of geographical irrelevance in many respects yeah. now but then also the, the point that you made there Ian in terms of how you've looked to provide some some other services and some some maybe elements that might be a bit more niche it wouldn't appeal to the whole group or certainly wouldn't appeal to the whole group on the same day and at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as you were saying that, I was thinking about, you know, a gym where they have certain classes available, you know, that are smaller. You know, there's the there's the all-day stuff in the, the kind of main gym at the pool and things, and then there's classes that appeal to a, a set amount of people. Yeah. And yeah, that was that was the kind of the, the analogy that came into my head as you were as you were speaking there in terms of how you're able to do that and and knowing that your members can be more widely spread geographically. So it's whoever's got an interest in that solution effectively and, and how you can expand and offer that. So, yeah, no, it's, it's fascinating yeah. to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so no, Zoom's, um, thank God for the technology is all I could say otherwise, because we would have struggled, well, it would yeah. have collapsed, wouldn't it? If there'd have been no Zoom, 10, 15 years ago, we'd have had, we'd have had no chance it have been, you know, people wouldn't have been able to stick together. And that's what we wanted keep people together as a community yeah and i think that shone through really those first few months people were giving us feedback and saying gosh i really needed this now we really needed this feel that we're we're together and we've got that support Mm. and it was it was flattering wasn't it that they they felt that they'd got that from us really yeah because a lot of people on the down they weren't there the first first time in lockdown people were oh my goodness and what we're going to do now. But I think by being involved in our group, it gave them a sense of every Tuesday they could look, could look forward to getting together with people that they, they know and, and share your woes and, and your stories and things. And I think that, that helped, didn't it? I think that yeah. helped a lot of people through the, through the bad times. 
yeah that's, no it's brilliant it really is and i say having having been involved i i can i've seen firsthand the the, the quality and the the warmth in your community so no, it's great stuff and in terms of resources um ian i know you've recently published a, a small book a short book i should say i have um, <laughs> so i wonder if you could I, I, I was i held it up there for you to see but of course that is no good to anyone out there is it because, um yeah, yeah it, it's something I, I i it's been three years of procrastination i think to uh, to get this book out what happened was i, I did the 52 tips I, I wrote the book a while ago online didn't i and put it on the website and things yeah and I said, I must get it. I must get this published one day. I must research um, Google and everything else. And of course, got put it on a back burner. It's how to improve your business networking skills. Fifty-two tips on how to improve them. That's all. It's fairly straightforward. And I, as we started a video series, fifty-two tips. But I would tell the story. Fifty-two tips, by the way, because it, I was going to do a video every week on LinkedIn and Facebook and all the other stuff mm. to uh, explain the tips. And I think I ran out of steam at week 20, 26. And having introduced at one point a Muppet to help me with it to try and generate interest, um, I think we, we ran out of steam a bit. And it sort of got pushed on the back burner because we got involved in other things then, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So I, I turned it into a book instead. And uh, like I say, if it's online. If people want to download it, they can. It's yeah, online it's, for free. Um, but, yeah, it's free on our website at the moment. Of course, if you want to pay for it, it's on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> brilliant. Well, you're halfway, it seems, in terms of the the actual videos that that make make it up. So you've yeah, done yeah, a hot yeah. one. So yeah, I don't know to start again <laughs> and reproduce them all. I'll start from where we finish. So I'm not quite sure on that one. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's something to consider. But uh, yeah. so, yeah. what what's the flavour of it? So, what could you pick a couple out that? Yeah, the fairly straightforward things. Things like some of the things are common sense. Some things that people might not have heard of before. Um, it's like one of the main things I think people don't always do when they go to any network. They don't set themselves a goal for a networking event. They just turn up, speak, to, a, a nice speak to as many people as they can, collect as many business cards and think they've done a great job. But mm, that's not really the way. You need to be a bit more focused. You need to identify the types of people you're looking to meet first. I have done like a, a little analogy in the past where I've said it's like uh, the coffee and the cream and the milk. If you imagine the the coffee, by the way, is when you meet for a coffee afterwards, because the secret to networking, of course, as I'm sure you know, is not trying to sell somebody anything at a networking event, but to meet them afterwards. That's the coffee. The milk, imagine a milk bottle at the top. And I can remember when the milkman used to deliver a long time ago. And the cream used to always be at the top of the milk. So imagine the networking meeting as the, as the milk the and as a bottle. And then inside you've got the milk and the, the cream are the people you really want to be speaking to, but you need to identify the time. So you need to know who's going to be a good referral partner for you, who's going to be a, a good supplier or whatever it might be, a good introducer. So think about the people you need to meet, like strategic partnerships, I suppose, something like that. So think about that first. Then you're not wasting your time running around at networking meetings, speaking to all on Sunday. Although you never know who you're going to meet at a networking event, it's good that uh, you have an idea, a bit of a focus on having a goal. So my goal might be um, I'm going to go to a networking event and I'm going to find five people I've never spoken to before that's another secret. Don't go to networking events and speak to the same old people. Five people I've never spoken to before and just arrange to meet them for a coffee. And that will be it. That's the goal. Nothing too complicated, but five people you've never spoken to before. And your only aim is to find, well, find out if they're the type of person you want. I haven't had a conversation with lots of people. Find out if these are the five people you want to meet afterwards and then arrange to meet them for, the, for a coffee. And it, it's that, and a lot of people don't set themselves goals. And I think it's, it's a shame now that you, you can spend a lot of time running around being 
unproductive. Yeah, that's brilliant. And you say it's common sense, but for many people it isn't, you know. And mm-hmm. and if if you've attended business uh, networking meetings, you know, or corporate type, you know, networking meetings, which I, I don't have particularly warm memories of, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's something that I've I've mentioned before on the podcast as well. Is that how different it is that when you're having business networking when it when you're talking about something that you're really passionate about and you're in a room with people that are also really passionate about their thing and the types of conversations that you can have and the collaborations that you can build so yeah to have a strategy as you've articulated there in in terms of and it doesn't have to be too contrived does it 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 just has to be just thinking about as you say what you want to get out of the meeting and and how you can achieve that that can just add ten percent to the to, to the value of, of what you're doing yeah. and, and why. So and and make the investment of your time in attending in the first place worthwhile. So yeah, yeah no, that's that's a great tip. And and the la- another tip is and and this a lot of people fail on this one as well. They collect the business cards. If you are a business card collector, and one of the worst things you can do is never follow up. You must follow up with people that you've met or whatever. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you've just wasted your time going to a networking event. You might, you know it's, there's no point. You need to follow up as well. That's an important one. Yep. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm banging yeah, on too much. I, I, I was going to go through my whole book there, but <laughs> <laughs> no, you could. We could. We could spend another episode on the on the whole thing. So, I, I so no, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Part two. I'm passionate. About it. <laughs> yeah, quite quite rightly so, uh, because I think it, it is so key. And as an introvert, and I'm, I'm sure there's many introverts listening out there, it's knowing what some of these things that you can do to to firstly be more comfortable, and then to get more out of the meeting. Um, yeah. I, I think are I think are great. Uh, so uh, yeah, fabulous. I look forward to reading uh, the other forty nine or so tips. That, uh, <laughs> you, They're all fairly, all fairly simple things, but um, I think there's some nuggets of information in there. If you if you don't know anything about networking, it's worth just having a look at. We'll send you a book, yeah. Rob. Yeah, we'll send. I'll send you a book. I'll send you a book, Rob. I'll send you a book. Oh, thank yeah. you. Oh, what, what a treat. Thank you. Uh, so, what's the future for you? Firstly, as we come out of the COVID lockdown, Tracy, you've already said that you're you're looking to bring some of the in-person events back. But how do you see it developing over the over the next kind of two or three years? We obviously want to increase the membership because that brings more value to the members that we've already got because you're opening up their network and expanding their their network hmm. of opportunities and possibilities, you know, by meeting different people. So that's that's obviously the, the sort of main reason for that but we're also looking to like we've just started the goal getters we've got another couple of ideas that are bubbling under you know that we can maybe start to to roll out in the not too distant future that is going to be benefit beneficial and and offer value to the members really because that's basically what we want to do and we want to help them just get where they're going that little bit quicker we're growing it and I think we can't decide whether at some point we want to franchise it mm. or just keep running it as a as a as a lifestyle business for ourselves and just in, just in, enjoy it really. Yeah. Um, we're, we're not 100% sure on that, are we? we? We're a bit undecided yet. Mm. Which um, I think we would be reluctant to to let it go and to give it up to somebody yeah, else. It's like our baby. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, it's like our thing. Because we do enjoy yeah. it and. Yeah. Uh, and people say that we make the group because of there's two of us, and you know we just. Yeah, I think we help with the. I think the I think with the yeah with the interaction of us, I think because we're married and we, people see it as a couple on the screen, I don't know how that comes across. I think a lot of people have said, "Oh, we." I think you mentioned it before. It's like a, a warm group, and we, we hope we present a warm feeling. And I think 
we're quite light and warm. <laughs> yeah, we're light and warm. <laughs> or is that just the heating that's too high and having to turn the heat yeah. up again? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think, yeah, I think we want to grow it to a point where we can either franchise it or maybe, I don't know, who knows, maybe maybe sell it on to someone else. But like I said, we would be reluctant because it's it's – like I said, it's our baby. Yeah, and that's fantastic. And and you don't need to make those decisions now. That's that's the great thing, isn't it? And yeah. in, in terms yeah. of the the IP, you know, that you're creating in in terms of some of, some of the new classes. Go back to the whole the, the gym analogy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but those elements that you're creating make it unique and make it stand out as opposed to to some of the other the other groups that's out there as well. So it's fantastic stuff. And you know, before we move on to the the questions that I ask every guest, if if somebody is out there that's either wants to join a networking group, whether they're in Yorkshire um or are considering your group or another networking group that's out there potentially, what would you say they should consider before it is before before they decide to sign up? What are the key factors that differentiate um, a group and make it the right group for an individual so one of the things is the amount of commitment they can put in you've got to put in a reasonable amount of commitment our meetings are every week but we don't expect you to come every week we'd like people to come twice a month to get the benefit because the more you put in the more you get out and i think it's about building relationships as well yeah. the more time you're seeing the same people the the stronger the relationships become be. yeah that's right yeah I, I would say to people if you are thinking about it Think carefully about what you want to get from a group. Are you wanting to build relationships or are you wanting, if you like, a quick win? Are you wanting to go just to promote your business, get some business cards, maybe get a referral fairly quickly, or are you looking to grow long-term relationships? It depends, I suppose, what your business is and how you want to operate it. I mean, I'm I'm an advocate of building relationships because I think you get more from that in the end than just – simple referrals is, is you know go see this guy he's got 400 pounds worth of business for you or whatever and you never see the, the person again or whatever it might be so I, i'm a big believer in building relationships but i think you have to think carefully about what you want for your business is it the right group for you don't waste too much time visiting lots of groups every week being a busy fool it's about having a goal like we said focus on maybe a couple of groups I want that type and I want that type. I think that will work best for me. And just meet the people in the group and see what you think. You get a feel for these things. I think yeah. you get a feel when you join something or you visit a networking event. You get to know whether you you can gel with the people, you like the people, build relationships. So if you've got similar values to the yeah. other people in the group. Yeah. You know, if everyone's just out for like like Ian says, a, a quick, quick win and yeah. a quick There are groups out there where you can get that, which is brilliant for some people. That's not a problem with that. Yeah. And that works. But think carefully about it. Um, before you go, decide what's best for you and the group that feels comfortable and is going to provide you with the with the most wins, I suppose, for, you, for your business here to help you. Yeah. And it might be that you're going for more than referrals, you're going for the education as well, in our case. Yeah. Because um, when you start your business, you don't know everything there is to know about running a business. You're good at the technical thing of what you do, but... Uh, one of our famous sayings is, you don't know what you don't know. And it's true, you don't, until somebody tells you that, oh, you might need to do this with your social media or whatever. And often it's blindingly obvious. And when someone says it, you think, oh, oh God, yeah. yeah, that's so obvious. Yeah. But it's not, if you don't know, you don't know, do you? That's the thing. So we, we, we hope we cover a lot of, you don't know what you don't know. 
when we do our things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great stuff. Well, thank you so much. It's been great hearing about you and you both um, and and what you've achieved in, in business. And I wish you every success with it going forwards because I think it's a, it's a fabulous platform and forum you. uh, that you've created. So, yeah, thank brilliant you. stuff. Before you go, there's four questions that I ask every guest on the show or guests. Uh, so I'd love to know what your one best piece of advice is for somebody thinking about starting a business today. This is probably going to be quite obvious from what we do, but build a network of people around you. And you don't realise when you'll need them. When you, when you start building this network around you, you don't actually realise that you're going to need them, but you do. So start to build a, a relationship with various people, whether it's just if you've got a shop, whether it's your next door neighbours on the street, you know, with the, sh the shops in the row, or whether you go to... A networking meeting but just start building a network of support around you and i think research before you endeavor on these things before you decide to do a business are the customers out there are you you know are you able to fulfill that need is is there a need for what you offer out there i think yeah. um, and i think do some do some research don't just wade into it and then six months down the line think oh i'm, I'm battering my head against the brick wall do, do a bit of research is there a market for it can you can you fit into that market in some way and maybe focus on a bit of a niche if you can as well? Try and try and be a bit different, I would suggest. Um, we try to be different with ours and with the education bit. We mm. try to bring something, another element into it. And I think that's that's what you need to do. I think think carefully. Yeah. Yep. No, it's, it's great stuff. And going back to your point, Tracy, in terms of the, the networking, I think, you know, people don't, they're not starting from scratch, are they, in many respects? There's, you'll have had a network in your employed life in, in many respects. So is there anything you can you can say to people in terms of thinking about either going back to uh, people they may not have spoken with for a while or uh, following up with somebody on, on LinkedIn that they, they've met before and rather than starting completely from scratch, using those network connections and, and finding something from people that they already know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's about yeah. I suppose connecting with your friends and your family and and things like that, and reaching out to people like people you've maybe went to school with, university with, whatever that is. Is still you might not have yep. spoken to them for 15, 20 years, but just have a conversation and just uh, just catch up again. I think yeah, because link LinkedIn and Facebook make that easy now, don't they? It's quite easy to trace someone. Well, not trace that sounds like the wrong word, but but get in <laughs> touch, get in touch with someone, doesn't it? And and. Yep. We rekindle those relationships again, isn't it? So there's um, there's all sorts of ways you can connect with people, I think. Yeah. And, I mean, there's the saying, isn't it? It's not what you know, it's who you know. And sometimes that is true. You know, it's it's who you know that can help you. And don't be afraid to ask yeah. for help, like you said before. Rob. And talk yep. to your family. Often your family, members of your family know people. If you can explain to them what you do, they, they may know people once you've explained what you do who can help you as well. You might not think about it, but that's the way as well. Your family know people. They've got connections. They have networks of people. So even if it's a, if it's a family member, say, look, this is what I do. What do you think? You never know. Oh, I'm, I know Bob down the road who's looking for whatever this might be. So there's lots of ways you can connect, I think. It doesn't have to be business to business. Keep You can family, friends, things like that. I think it's useful. Yeah, fantastic. No, it, it is. And I think building that platform to get a fast start I think is, is so key in order to start building momentum because then the momentum continues, doesn't it? But it it has to start somewhere. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's really great points. Effect, isn't it? Absolutely. 
So what do you know now that you wish you knew back at the start of your journey? Oh, lots of things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Probably how to run a business better. What do I know? Well, I know that um, social media is more difficult than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) I think you have to be, have have a bit of patience, have a strategy, have a plan. I think when we first started, we just, we fired into it really. We didn't sit down and really, if I'm honest, think, right, where do we want to be? Where are we going? Let's have a strategy. Yeah. Let's have a plan. So I think that's what I would do differently. We'd sit down and say, right, what do we want? Yeah. Why do we want it? Well, they always say that they start with the end in mind yeah. and, and kind of work backwards yeah. as to where you want to be and how you're going to get there. Yeah. So, and so, certainly when I started my cake business, I just started it, sold a few cakes. I thought, oh, I've got a business which was yep. far from a business at that point, but ended up as a really good business. So, yeah, have a, have a plan. But yeah, plan more, plan. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Be a bit strategic. Yeah, definitely. And, and those goals, they evolve, don't they? Uh, you know, yes. so when you're getting close to achieving a goal, think of, I'd, I'd say to start thinking about another one and yep. sort of building building those things forward so you you've always continuing to to progress in that way and yeah i, I think you're never going to get somewhere unless you know where you're going if you like you know it's the old alice in wonderland mm-hmm. one but you know it's yeah. uh, but it but it's it's so true and it and it it really is relevant as people are, are starting to kind of have a focus on even if it's a small goal initially just to be able to aim for something and then to, to work and achieve it and then to kind of move on from there so no, really great tip so is there a resource, so be it a book, a podcast, a website, a blog, anything like that that you'd you'd recommend? Well, I read The E-Myth Revisited after we'd started this business, but I do wish I'd read that years ago, you know, when I was head cook and bottle washer, you know, I was making cakes, I was doing the marketing, I was doing the deliveries, I was doing everything. And I think when I read it, I recognised all the roles within it the myth talks about and i was doing them all so that's my recommendation i, I would yeah i would apart say, from the 52 tips apart from the 52 <laughs> book tips obviously um <laughs> i think um the simon Sinek book is a good one start with why yeah um, think about why you're doing something and also one recently that i've come across um uh, which you found about is that uh, will it make the boat go faster that's a really interesting read as well. That's uh, yeah. full of information and useful tips. It's um, if you've never read that, that's very that's very good. Yeah, yeah, indeed. I'm I'm aware of it. I haven't read it. It's the it's the Olympic rowers, isn't it? It is. So, it is. So, yeah. Ben, it is. Ben, ben, I've got his name. Ben Hunt, is it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, written, it's yeah. written with someone else, but it's it's an interesting story of how they build up built up to the Olympics when they won the uh, the, the men's. I can't remember. I was in about four or six of them, whatever it was. was. Two thousand Olympics. Yeah, and how they how they worked as a team and the, all the strategies they came up that you can relate to in business. So it's a really good read, good book, well yeah. worth having. A uh, read. Fantastic, three mm. three fantastic mentions there. I say the uh, a couple of classics and then a newer one. So so yeah, brilliant. And uh, and I must get a copy of that because it's come up several times now. Mm. Will it make the boat go faster? So I, I must sit down and read it. So brilliant stuff. And is there a guest that you recommend for a future episode of the show? Oh yes. Um, well, it's Ian's daughter, and she's called Gemma Edwards, and she has recently, well, not recently, probably about three or four years ago, started her own, time, so did, yeah. um, her own business with a friend of hers, and they are just flying. Flying. They yeah. are brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. Gemma's great. She just, she talks no nonsense, 
tough love is her her approach to things. You know, if if something's not working, she'll say, "Well, do something about it." You know, it's not, "Oh well, never mind." You know, you know, she tells you how it is, and she's very straight talking, but she. She does. She, she, I'm biased, yes. of course, because she's my daughter. But yeah. she, she knows. You know, she's still. She, she knows the stuff. Yeah. Stuff. She's, she's. Yeah. Yeah. And she amazes yeah. us every. Yeah. Every time we talk to her. Yeah. I think, where like, did she get that from? Yeah. How does she know all this when she's so young? Um. So yeah, she would be be a great guest. For you. No, fantastic thank you and i say straight talking goes a long way you know mm. <laughs> when, yeah. when you're yeah. in business so yeah, yeah. brilliant stuff well, i look forward to, mm-hmm. to getting in touch and, and and speaking with her so yeah. well thank you both so much if, if people want to find out more about you both and in business uh where would they where would they go to achieve that uh well we're both on linkedin under our names obviously and we have a company page called we are in business our website is we are in business.co.uk is there anything else? No, that's it. Facebook and Instagram. We're on both of those two. Brilliant stuff. Well, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, as every time I've spoken with you, you both has been. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much. It's been great having you on the show and sharing your story and some brilliant tips. Oh, thank you, thank Rob. You. We've, uh, we've really, really enjoyed it. it. Yeah, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the show today. As I'm sure you know by now, I absolutely share Tracy and Ian's passion for helping new business owners and startups to overcome the many hurdles that come their way on a daily basis. And I thoroughly enjoy being able to share their take on how this can be done successfully. Relationships are so important in every business and nobody's going to make them for you. Ian promised to send a copy of his book and I can confirm it arrived the next day. It's a fabulous little book with so many nuggets in there to help make networking more strategic and more productive. And I believe that won't only benefit you, but the people you meet at these events. I know from experience that it's much better to be talking with someone who's rehearsed their pitch and knows what they want to achieve from the event. I wish them well. On next week's episode, I speak with Jane Rogers on content that cuts through. I look forward to your company on Tuesday morning. Thank you for listening. Until next time, keep launching and building those amazing businesses that give you satisfaction and balance.